so there we go. So just before we get into it, just to uh, bring it together, uh, this is our roundup. So we expect it to be somewhat chaotic because it's uh, about fun and fellowship and friendships. Uh, it's not about precision. And uh, uh, so just bear with us. I want to say the lunch picnic outside, well, on your way to that, you can grab some coffee and whatever and tea uh, and a cupcake. There's cupcakes available today, hey? You know, mate, hey? Oh, they look like cupcakes to me. They're donuts. Sorry, you can see I'm not a caterer, hey? All right, there's something to eat uh, that you can grab on your way with a cup of coffee and the uh, Holy Grounds coffee shop will be open as well, so make use of that. Uh, anything else I need to say? If, you, if you're not part of a, uh, a connect group, you can join any group you want to. Just check what food's on the table and make your decision. All right. So we don't want you sitting on your own, sucking your thumb. You can join any group you want to. If they say, why are you here? I say, the pastor sent me. Go for it. Okay. So we want everybody to find a place of connecting and of belonging. No matter who you've been, or what kind of a skabanga you have been, or what kind of skabanga table you're joining. Maybe you'll be a help to them as well. So I just want to tell you about that. And then... Uh, just one last quick personal announcement. A couple of us are planning a little safari for two nights, three days. Uh, if anybody would like to join us, come and speak to me. We've still got a couple of seats in the cars. This is any age and stage and either gender. So it's open just to go to the bush up uh, Bavian's Cliff area in particular for a couple of days in December. So come and speak to me if you're interested in that. Okay. Can we have uh, Luke 19 on the screen for us? Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. It's a passage about a, a man called Zacchaeus. You remember the story of Zacchaeus? So Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Lord, look, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today, Salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost. Tell your neighbor, he's talking about you. <laughs> All right, he came to seek and save the lost. The skabangas like us, eh? So we're going we're gonna to make three points this morning. Each point is going to be followed by a drama. And these are our main Hollywood stars we've imported from California. <laughs> so we're looking forward to a little bit of uh, Bollywood or Follywood, or what do you call this? Anyway, we'll see how we go. Um, <coughs> and there's three stages to this drama. Jesus is coming into town, the town, little town called Jericho, business town at the top end of the, the Dead Sea, uh, a little journey down from Jerusalem because it's down and uh, uh, Jerusalem's up on the hill, Jericho's down at the bottom. So Jesus is coming through this town, and the news is broken all over the place. He's doing miracles, he's changing lives. And this little short tax collector, the SARS guy, uh, he's short, he couldn't see. People also rejecting him, not letting him see. And, uh, and he really wants to get in on the action. So he climbs a, 
how many of you know what fig trees are, sycamore fig trees? Uh, we've got a couple that are pretty of a similar variety here, and they, they have a thick stem and then massive branches. Eh? So, and they're actually a bit of a plague in some instances. <coughs> so he climbs this tree that is a rejected tree. It, it's synonymous with his own sense of rejection. He doesn't feel good about himself, although he's got all this wealth. At that time, uh, things were going very well um, financially in the, in the Jericho business district. And, and so there was lots, and, uh, lots of, uh, of tax you could collect. And, of course, the way the Romans incentivized the tax collectors uh, amongst the Jewish people who, uh, who were their subjects was to say, this is what we need from you. Whatever you get above that. Does this sound like South Africa? <laughs> Sorry. Whatever you get above that is for you to keep. So if that's how much the Romans needed, they just added that on top. And that's how come he was a rejected man. And he had all this, but, but had no sense of peace and joy in his heart. And was just a, a man with everything he's got. Because what will it profit a man if he gains a whole world but forfeits his soul? So sometimes we live our lives pursuing things that are hollow. It's like, have you ever tried to have a meal and candy floss? It doesn't fill you up. Eh? As much as you might like candy floss, it can't sustain you. And so often our lives are just filled with, with that. And Jesus comes through and he looks up in the street and he, and he calls him by name. That's the first thing he does. He calls him by name. We've, we've no idea where Jesus learned the name. He might have known it or might have been by the Holy Spirit. But the name is interesting because Zacchaeus in Hebrew means good man, righteous man. And Jesus uses the name for Zacchaeus that he wasn't living up to. He calls Zacchaeus back to his God-given identity. He calls him out. And that's what he does to you and to me. Some of us are living in rejected places. And we've got such broken things in our lives. And the call of Jesus is the most significant thing that will activate a shift for us to reclaim our, our heritage, our identity. And the first thing that Jesus does is, Zacchaeus, come. Come down, come down now, don't waste any time. You've got to come immediately. And the Bible says he welcomed him gladly, almost stumbled out of the tree like a monkey had lost its grip. And, and he came in and welcomed Jesus gladly into his house. So just show us how that thing works. You guys give us a drama. Look, drama number one. Hey, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. You're coming, I'm coming to your house for some tea. Jesus, I'm too short. Oh, Zacchaeus. Doesn't matter if you're too short, just be who you are. Jesus, I've made too many mistakes. Zacchaeus, it doesn't matter what you've done, just be who you are. Jesus, I don't have lacquer cake at home. (laughs) Zacchaeus, it doesn't matter what you have, just be who you are. But I don't have any real friends. Zacchaeus, it doesn't matter what people think of you, I will be your friend, just be who you are. Jesus, I'm stuck in the tree. Oh, Zacchaeus, <laughs> enough. I love you. Come down from that tree. I'm coming to your house because I want to be with you. Just be who you are. All right. Okay. <laughs> Don't break a leg, Zacchaeus. How many of you feel you might be like a Zacchaeus sometimes? Eh? It looks out like, outwardly like it's, you've got it all together, but you're actually stuck in your rejection tree, hey? I was talking to a man this week who was uh, suicidal, and, and uh, uh, 
He was in such deep rejection. Some of the pain of that was flowing out of, out of his mouth in, in obscene language. And we have different ways of expressing our, our inner pain. That was Zacchaeus' story. But Jesus calls him. And then he goes into the house with him. That's the second thing that happens. He goes in and becomes friend with a man who was an absolute terror when it comes to true friendship. This guy didn't have friends because he couldn't be a friend, didn't know how to receive friends. And he was living a lonely, uh, wealthy, but but lonely life. And um, the point is that Jesus said, I must come today, and it must be today. And I, there's a divine urgency for me to press in with you. I want to connect. And connection is always the, the channel by which correction and direction can take place. We've got to belong first. We've got to connect first. Not because we are good enough, but because Jesus has empowered that. That's what he does. You think about our connect groups and our uh, children's ministry places and youth groups and all that. Uh, Sometimes we think, and I, I was watching the Relentless Youth Group the other evening. They were having a wonderful time. There were about 60 or 70 young people here. And um, just having such fun. I wonder what is really going on in their souls and their lives back home. And I just know that God has brought people together time and time again. Because in the togetherness, in the Ubuntu of our fellowship, as we learn to connect with each other, somehow God releases truth. And sometimes we find the truth of what God's called us to be just by connecting with others, and we realize we don't have to be locked in isolation. We can, we can find a way through. God makes it possible for us to change by connection. So Jesus comes into the house. They have this meal. Don't you love the fact that he invited himself? So that's why I say when we go outside for that meal, you can say to everybody around there, hey, I'm Zacchaeus. I'm coming for the meal. So go and do it. So go and take this message seriously in the uh, event outside. And the other thing that happened there. The, the critics, the religious people objected to this, said, no, you can't join our table. Where's your food? You didn't bring your part. Or you, you've got such a bad history. We don't want your type coming here. I delight when God brings variety and diversity amongst us. And I sometimes think, Lord, how, how's this person going to make it here? And somehow in the, in the grace of connection, we find a way forward, hey? Whether it's from a broken marriage issue, some parenting stuff, some abuse that's happened, some disappointments in the school. Uh, there's so many things that have happened to people that could make them bitter and isolated. But we say, look, I'm going to take the risk and start connecting again. That's the beginning of change. Something happened in that meal. Something happened that twigged and, and created a space for Zacchaeus. And the connection was the issue. And he, Jesus connected in spite of the objections of people around him. So why don't you show us what that looks like? What happened in that house? Tell us about it. Zacchaeus, who do you think you are, man, sitting next to Jesus? You've stolen money from people. You don't belong here. You're not good enough. You don't even, you don't deserve to be here. You don't even know Jesus. Man, you don't even know how to talk to him. You don't know the right words. Okay, okay, enough, enough. Zacchaeus, he belongs with us. He's one of us. Okay, he belongs to us because he's part of my family and I love him. Okay, he didn't do anything. He didn't have to earn his way into our family. He just needs to be himself, and I love him because of who he is. So let's just calm down, and let's enjoy this meal together because we belong together. <laughs> all right, okay. Thanks, guys. That's all you love get. Love that party, huh? I love that party. Thanks, man. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> 
So there's two parts. So he calls him out of the tree. He invites himself to the party. And, and he, he, he contends with the critics that are on the edge of the party, criticizing what's going on. But, but Jesus doesn't back down. He doesn't say, guys, I made a mistake. Zacchaeus, get yourself out of here. I can see we're not going to manage this thing. He doesn't. He defends the man that's broken. Hey? Listen to this. This is very important. Sometimes churches want to put forward an image like we've got it together. People who come to this church, their lives are changed. They're perfect. Everything's in place. Now how, how do you, it's like running a hospital where sick people can't come because they're going to make it messy. So you only want well people in that place. This, the first image of church that we always declare in terms of our vision is church is a hospital and broken people come. Tell your neighbor like you and me. We're welcome at the table of the Lord because that's where change can begin to happen. And there's something about the infusion of grace that brings it about. So the third part in this whole story is Zacchaeus. <clears throat> Somewhere through the meal, something is tweaked for Zacchaeus. And he stands up and he says, I'm gonna, I, I just want to change. I'm going to give away half my stuff. All this stuff is just too much. I've been cluttered with too much. I'm going to give away half of it to the poor. And then he remembers Exodus 22.1, which says that if you've stolen a man's sheep and you realize you were wrong and you, you've got to pay him back, you're paying back four times, you're paying four sheep back. In fact, if you stole uh, an ox, you've got to pay five oxen. So there's greater the beef eaters, eh? Watch out. Uh, but you pay back four times. So Zacchaeus settles for the four-time repayment plan. He's, what he's actually saying is, I'm sick and tired of living by my own thumbsucker ideas. I want to get into a biblically patterned way of life. I want to follow what the Scripture says. And, and, he, and he applies that to his life and to his wealth. And he says, I'm going I'm to give away half the stuff. I'm going to express generosity because I've had, I've had too much for too long. What I really want can't be obtained by these things. And, uh, and then he says, and I also want to bring my life in line with God's word. And let his word govern my life rather than my own ideas and my philosophy and what's woke in my generation. I want to go beyond what's woke. And I want to be a new kind of person. So he stands up and he, he declares this. And what he's, he's actually saying is that generosity becomes the new dimension of my life. Not my getting, but my giving. And that's when Jesus now gets excited. He says, now I know. This man also is a son of Abraham. Salvation has come to this house today. How, at what point did he say that? He said it at the point of generosity. When, he, when the man was more a giver than a getter. At that point, Jesus knew salvation had come. Look at Dave Pentecost when the Spirit was poured out. How do we know it was the Holy Spirit? Well, because no man considered what he had as belonging to himself. They had all things in common. A new generosity broke out amongst them. And there was a jubilee of sharing, of resource being made available. And a transformation. Uh, people were set free from the things that they'd owned. Do you remember uh, uh, that, the story we've often told? They catch monkeys in the Kalahari. Eh? They take a calabash, drill a hole in the top, take out the insides, tie it to a tree, and... Uh, put nuts inside, the monkey comes along, he sees the, the calabash, he's curious like most monkeys are, huh? and he puts his hand in there to grab a thistle, and then he's got his hand on the nuts, but now he can't get his hand out. And the Khoisan bushman comes along and he sees this monkey, he says, ah, dinner, dinner. <coughs> and, he, and he's able to, to come to the monkey because the monkeys have to make a very important decision, nuts or freedom. And what does the monkey choose? He chooses nuts. And he loses the nuts and the freedom. <laughs> so here's the thing for us. Zacchaeus, in that moment, realized if he kept what he had and didn't give it away, he might live 
more extravagantly for a little longer, but his, his eternity would be lost. And the meaning and significance and purpose of God's design for his life, which his name represents, righteous man, holy man, good man, would be denied if he'd never embrace it. So Zacchaeus makes a very important decision like that monkey. He lets him go and he says, I will not be controlled and contained by what I own. I will not be owned by what I own. I will not be possessed by my possessions. I'm going to release myself of that. That's why we have Generosity Month every, so, every, every year or so, just to release, to remind ourselves to be released. We're not owned by these things. We, how many of you, you can't take it with you, hey? When you pass on to glory, you, you leave it behind. They can't, these things can't fit through the pearly gates. You just got to realize that, that in, in, in that in that gateway, we come as we are, like the, through the eye of a needle, as they say. So we got this thing going on with Zacchaeus, and he's declaring a change in his life. Uh, let's hear about how that plays out. How does that work? Who wants water? <laughs> Do you want some? Do you want some? Yeah. No, thank you. Not from you. I want to serve you. Can I please give you water? If you have to. What about you? Do you want some? I guess I'll have to take. Thank you. Thaddeus, I cheated you before, but I've got good news. I'm going to pay you back four times the amount that I took from you. Peter, I also stole money from you. I cheated you. But I'm also paying you back four times the amount that I took. Okay, guys, I've got something to tell you. So, I am choosing to turn from my sinful being. I'm going to choose to live for Jesus. I'm going to live the Jesus way. I want my actions to show my belonging in Jesus. Amen. Something has happened in that heart. There's been a real change in that heart. No, it's, it's true. It's true. He's given up his old heart and he's found a new heart. And that heart, that belongs to me. So he's wanting his life and this change of heart to reflect in the way he lives his life. Well done. Awesome. Isn't that wonderful, hey? Hey. The story is told of a newspaper reporter that, uh, of the Jericho Times who interviewed Zacchaeus after this event and said, Mr. Zacchaeus, what actually happened in that room? Because we went all inside. What happened in that room around that table that made you take the action you took? And he said, it was very simple. I looked across into the eyes of Jesus and I saw mirrored there the Zacchaeus I was always meant to be. And I said, yes, I'll become that. So when we look to Jesus, we find our true identity. Outside of that, we're wasting our time, messing around here, messing around there, holding on to the nuts we could have freedom. Why don't you stand with me? <coughs> Let's give our actors a hand as well. Thank you so much, you guys. <coughs> Hollywood stars. Uh, 
Kesper has an amazing story. Uh, I'm just going to summarize it. Where are you, Kesper? Uh, just while we're standing. Kesper, where are you now? Just come and give us a quick story while we stand as we close here, because this is speaks of the power of God. Uh, it has worked in Casper's life, and he's had a recent experience that, that's reminded him of that. So just while we're standing before God, this is what he can do. Come and give us a quick version of that. Thanks, Kesper. Thanks, Dave. Morning, morning, morning. Um, I think some of you might know the story of where I've come from and what's happened. In 1979, I had cancer for the first time. And it took like 40 years, it went away, came back in 2018, and God healed that one. And about four or five months ago, I got it for the third time. And uh, well, as you can see, I'm still standing here. And it's just God's grace, God's goodness. And I must say the community, my friends, um, and special people <coughs> around us, and always believing that God's in control. Mm. Um, I've never been the best Christian, <laughs> as, as Zacchaeus can, can account for, but I've, I'm forever grateful for God, forever grateful for what he can do, what he has done, and what he will still do. So I just want to, uh, Charmaine said to me, I think it's about time you actually gave God the total honor and, and, and glory that he deserves because it's got nothing to do, and I do honor the doctors, because I do believe God honors doctors who, who heal people and, and help heal them. So it's not a case that I'm not saying that, but I must say that God has always come through and he always will. And I just want to encourage anybody else that possibly has gone or is going through it. Mm. I'm now 70 odd years later, I'm still there. Amen. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Casper. Thank you. God wants our lives to be changed. He doesn't demand them and obligate us. He leads us by inspiration. He inspires us. His love, the revelation is love. The kindness of God leads us to repentance. It leads us to change. So I'm inviting you to stand with me today and say, Lord, would you call me? Would you help connect me? And would you inspire change, courageous action in my life that would carry uh, more of your nature and take me from my isolation, from my sycamore fig tree, Bring me to a place where I can say yes to what I see in Jesus in terms of his call for my life. I did feel in, in particular today, uh, and we are going to move next year into a, a deep focus, five, six months, where we're just going to preach about and study and look into and get to know Jesus a whole lot more. The theme of our preaching for the first half of next year in particular is just Jesus, simply Jesus. And we're going to dig deep into really knowing him and allowing the fullness of his revelation to break out upon us. And as we see more of him, like Zacchaeus saw of him today, our lives will correspond in change as well. I believe that. And we will corporately see that as well. I don't know exactly what it's going to all look like, but I know it's going to be significant. But it starts like this. We stand to say, Lord, we're aware that we need change. What are you saying to us? It's A, B, a awareness and believing in him. And then there's the community, the belonging. Find a place of belonging. And then the D is for just do it. Get out there and do some things differently. Expect as you go into December, January, holiday period, to for the Lord to show you things He wants you to begin to do differently. That next year will be different from this year in some significant fruitful ways. And in particular, if you, if you have felt like you are longing for greater sense of, of service, of fruitful service, 
I want you to come out of your seat. Just come stand in the front with me right now. I want to pray a special anointing on those who feel stirred, like Zacchaeus, to move in places of greater offering of themselves. There's a call to service, whether it's full-time ministry or some particular way where God's called you to carry His name. I want you to come up right now. We're going to just pray over people there who want to say yes to the call um, to serve in some particular way. And these calls are going to go out again and again because as we meet with Jesus, He will show us how He wants to bring through f- fruit through our lives. That's what He what intends to do. So put your hands out in front if you're standing up front here. Reach out towards these people if you will, church. I want to just pray for them. And if you know someone here and you know something of the journey, you're welcome to come stand with them. Lord, we, we thank you for these brothers and sisters. Thank you for the call that's on their lives that they, they've begun to own. Lord, whatever this is going to mean in terms of life change, and we can only give away what we've got from you. So as they go deeper in you, as you, as you implant seed in them that would uh, bring forth new life, new, ser- new levels of service, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that uh, there would be a teachability upon them. And in one of the ways you train us and you teach us is through offenses. I pray that they would overcome offenses, find grace to be bigger than any offense that comes at them. And I really feel like God wants you to receive that, my friends in the front here. That one of the ways he trains us is by letting us be offended. Lord, would you help them with much grace at every point where they've been offended. Let your, your spirit come upon them and show them who you really are. Like the Pharisees that are offended in Jesus engaging as as Zacchaeus. Lord, I pray that you'd help these people to overcome their own offenses. And Lord, that you would do a powerful work in them and that many would be touched by that which you do through them into the lives of others. I want you to stay and just don't rush away. I want to pray for the whole church. I want to invite people to come and pray with these people as well. And if you've been up front here today, I'd love you to just message our church office and say, I was one of those that came up front. We want to keep you on a list that we're praying over for, for people for service. And we'd love to connect with you and, and walk with you in discovering what that service could look like. So if you don't mind, would you make sure to, to message our church office about that or message me personally directly. I'd love to do that. All right, let's raise our hands to the Lord wherever we are. Let's say, Lord, we're here to thank you for a year. They said many challenges, but Lord, you have shown yourself faithful and greater than every challenge. Everything that's come at us this year, every issue that's come at us, and it come at our world as well, the wars that we've encountered in our world, and the disturbances, and in our own nation, the, the morale that's been seriously uh, depleted this year across our nation. Lord, we raise our hands to you because we know that you are the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And of the increase of your, of your government and of peace, there shall be no end. Your kingdom is an unshakable kingdom. And we declare our confidence in the full inbreaking of your kingdom amongst us. And as we go forward in the future, we're constantly anticipating increasing breakthrough, breakthrough after breakthrough. As you go before us, you make a way, open doors that no man can shut. And we say in the name of Jesus, we declare confidence in you to fulfill every promise that you've seeded into our hearts. Every promise you see in our hearts, Lord, we trust you to bring it to completion in Jesus' name. And may we, like Zacchaeus, be able to celebrate what you are doing from the inside out. And may Port Elizabeth be impacted because of your life showing forth through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to be together the whole day. If you have a need today, at your table, ask someone just to pray for you. We'll have prayer times around our tables. Go and get your, what is it, cupcake, donut, whatever it is, and go and get your coffee and tea. Enjoy the day.